It's Saturday, January 19th, and I'm feeling like talking about some prep. This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Frazier, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. Hey all, how's it going? Just uh, been thinking a lot about prep and uh, how sometimes prep is different. Um, I had one of my old players came back, so I got to finally finish my uh, my homebrew campaign, um, my homebrew setting campaign, I guess. Um, the, the Lich fight that I talked about uh, so many months ago, um, coming up on a year ago, probably. Um, anyway, it was very exciting. Uh, they, they finished it. Um, I pushed through until um, like 2.30 in the morning so we could finish it. They were so close at 1 o'clock that I was like, no, we need to push through, you know. There's one more tier. Let's just get this done so we, d- we, we can wrap this up. And then I won't feel like I have to have everybody here to play. Um, so, so going forward, this is going to be odd because we have two campaigns to choose from. Will we do every other week? I don't know. Um, or every every fourth week, I guess. I don't know. I think that's a long time between campaigns. Um, we might take a break on the Zobak campaign. We might continue with this campaign. I, I really don't know what's going to go on. This is something I've got to bring to my group, right? Communication. This is the most important thing. This is um, when anyone's got a question about a relationship with somebody else, this is what I always go to. Communication. If you're having a problem with someone, communicate. If you don't know what they're thinking, communicate. So this is what I have to do with my group now. I have to communicate. I have to say, okay, these are our options. What are we going to do with it? Um, the game went well. It was uh, it was all combat. It was a slog. It was, um, it was very hard on them. It was half movement for everybody. Um, difficult train the whole way. So I had the advantage. Um, I beat the hell out of them. You know, um, I, I forgot they had the Spinosaurus and, um, that soaked up a lot of damage. I even boosted some monsters, um, on Thursday before we played. I was like, well, maybe we're going to throw three or four of those here and maybe three of these here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it definitely, it, it definitely was hard on them and it was, um, it was a rewarding experience, I think. Um, I, I think there was one time where I could have totally wiped them out. Uh, but I chose not to do it. Um, I, I figured, I figured a way around it, right? In my, in my bad guy's mind. So, um, for those who weren't listening back then, they get to the top, they defeat the Lich and boom, it's a simulacrum. So they see the, uh, ritual that they're stop, trying to stop, go off and, uh, uh, go off on a ship that's sailing away. Um, and one of the players says, wait a minute. So we could, there was no way we could have stopped this ritual. And I said, no, I mentioned the ship when you guys showed up. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it would have been interesting if they went for the ship, but they didn't go for the ship. Um, which I figured they wouldn't, right? You've got a, you've got a well-defended lich here on a mountain or a hill or a cliff or whatever, whatever. Um, you know, five, five layers of, of, of defense. Of course, your guys at the top, right? And um, I, they had a flying ship, so I had a contingency for the flying ship, too. Um, most of the things uh, had access to fly or, um, or were just grunts, anyway, that could run up and be, defense, be defensive there. Um, I, had, I had times figured out for everything. How long will it take the guys from the bottom to get to the top? Um, so I was, I was well prepared. It turned out well. Um, it was just like five and a half hours of combat though. 
uh, which uh, which can be tough on somebody, you know. That it's it's a lot of dice rolling. It's a lot of uh, me not snapping my fingers, but trying to keep the combat moving, right? Because there's that analysis paralysis that can happen, and it's it's very different, you know. It's very when when you're experiencing it, it's not. Um, it's not, oh, hey, I'm holding up the group. It's, hey, I'm trying to do the best I can for the group right now. And I don't want to snap my fingers and go, hey, just cast Firebolt. You know, I want them to examine their options. Um, but by the end of the night, everyone was getting in a groove where they were like, okay, I know what I'm doing. You know, I've got this planned out. And um, they, they don't have my benefit, right? They didn't sit down already and look at the monsters and study the spells and go, okay, I'm going to use this one and this one and this one. What are my priority spells? First round this, second round this, third round this. Um, it it, uh, it just makes sense to for me to do it that way, right? Because I'm only going to last three rounds. Them, they've got five tiers and unknowns coming up. Uh, but it was it was a really good fight. It was exciting. Um, I'm, I'm glad we finally got through it. Uh, and yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see what comes next because uh, this was uh, this was my story campaign, and I didn't have any more story written. This was kind of the end, right? So I tied it in a loop with something that happened with the beginning, which uh, my son was there for the for the very first session, uh, but he was the only one in the group, and he was playing a different character. Um, so uh, I, I tied it in a bow and uh, pushed them off towards the Nine Hells. So it, it's, it's going to get interesting wherever it goes, but uh, I'm not sure exactly where it's going. I wanted to talk prep. Now, so I'm running, I'm running two different games with the same group. Uh, we play once every two weeks, so I've got a lot of time to prep. Um, and the prep style differs from camp from each of the campaigns, right? So in my Midgard campaign, what I'm really doing is trying to maximize my table building in between sessions, uh, tweak my table building, and make it so I can uh, react to my players at the table. Um, it's going okay. Uh, I, I think I'm doing good at it. Uh, they're having fun, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it, looking at pushing out into the wilderness. Uh, so I might have a specific plot hook set up for them next time. Um, hey, you need to go look for this. But aside from that, um, I'm really letting them, trying to get them to direct the whole thing, uh, direct their um, their own path in the story. Now, with my other campaign, it's a story-driven campaign. So I've written the story for it. I know what happens. Uh, they just finished the culmination of Act One. Um, you know, after all the introductions, the problem gets shown, and everything kind of goes to hell. Um, so I need to sit down and start figuring out what happens in Act Two. I know a little bit of what happens in Act Two, uh, but I'm not 100% uh, on it. You know what I mean? Um, I've got some ideas floating around. I know that the Nine Hells are involved. I know that the Abyss is involved. I know that the Demon Wars are involved. Um, but I don't know exactly to what extent it's going to be and how far they're going to go. So I need to sit down and do some planning on that. And that's very different than table writing, you know? Table writing's more about sitting down and brainstorming and then crossing off the ideas that don't make sense. Whereas story writing, it's I need to, to figure out these threads to weave in. Um, and, and the best way that I do that is uh, having like some tent poles and then making it to those tent poles. 
And the stuff in between doesn't matter as much, but I can pick and pull from that and add it to my temples later. So um, if my players discover something um, or come up with a great idea or something emerges during play uh, that I can use for their um, for, for my tentpole, I will definitely incorporate that, you know. So it um, kind of alleviates some of my prep, I guess. I don't know. Um, but the, the big part of my story gaming is uh, getting that those temp poles down. And I'm saying story gaming, but I, do, I don't think that's what I'm meaning. So, um, uh, right, story gaming has its own definition, and I'm using a different definition here. So, um, what I really think is that um, uh, a, a game with a story, let's, let's call it, I guess, right? So, my game with a story. I need to figure out what that story is, and that's a lot different than, well, I'm kind of rambling now, so, um, yeah, those are, those are the two main ways I prep. Um, with the story prep, I really like to sit and absorb stuff, right? I like to read as much as I can, um, think, um, about what I've read, uh, I like reading, um, source books, um, I like reading, um, rule books. I like reading fiction. I like seeing, um, movies. Uh, so I need to do some of that right now. Um, sit down and kind of construct my story. And here are some of the other anchor casts I'm listening to. Red Dice Diaries, Daydreaming About Dragons, Gothridge Manor, Plundergrounds, Swordbreaker, Dungeon Musings, and DM Dad. That's all the nuggets we got this week. If you want to reach out, you can leave a voice message in the Anchor FM app, website, or send a file to my email. You can email me at cockatricenuggets at slackernerds.com or leave a comment on my website, slackernerds.com. This podcast is available wherever fine podcasts are stored. So let me know how I'm doing by leaving me a rating on iTunes or your preferred podcaster. Thanks for listening.